0: Colonel Cornbread and the Case of the Confederate Ruby, Episode 2, a Corey Ryan Forrester original. Hey, that's your boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It is me, your humble narrator. Now, where were we? Ah, yes, I remember. The parlor of Mr. and Mrs. Randall Johnson. Mrs. Johnson, who you first came to know as Annabelle when she was scantily clad and grunting away in a barn. We left that conversation just after Colonel Cornbread had accused Randall Johnson of being a dumbass. Let's pop back in, shall we? Augustus, I want the son of a bitch that did this to be caught and hung in the town square, do you hear me? Oh, darling,
1: I think you're being a... Bit dramatic. It was probably just some of the school
0: boys playing a prank. Uh no, ma'am, uh this was not a child, I can assure you of that. Oh is that right? One look around the house and you've already got it solved, do you, Colonel? Uh no, I don't purport to have the entire thing licked, but just common sense can tell me that it was not a child, because you see, uh the shelf whereon you kept yon ruby, well that's a little high for a child, you see. And, and ma'am, please understand that Colonel Cornbread uh, means no offense by this, but there's not any marks in the floor where someone would have drug a chair over and there does seem to be just the slightest, uh, the slightest layer of, of dust on the hardwood.
1: Oh, heavens my, I'm so sorry that you had to see my home like this. I'm, I'm quite behind what with the church and all the philanthropy, I... And d- yes,
0: that and the fact that we used to have someone to clean up our mess. Randall Johnson took a sharp turn in his seat to look directly at Colonel Cornbread. Well, Augie, would you look here? It seems I once again find myself in the position of having to apologize for winning the war. Well, how's this? Randall, I apologize that for the first time in your family's history, one of you may suffer a fate worse than death, having to pay for labor. And while we're on the subject, I think it's best you hear it from me that all the money in the world can't buy good sense. So if I were you, I'd get down on my knees every night and thank God that this beautiful woman once had a severe lapse in judgment and decided to take your blood-soaked hands. Why, you Yankee ba- You- You traitor! You traitor! Augustus, escort this man out of my house at once and off my property. I shall not have him impeding on this investigation or insulting me or my family in the process. Oh, don't worry, Augie. You can sit tight. I know my way out. I'll just uh, follow my footprints. Ma'am, it was lovely to meet you. Colonel Cornbread took Annabelle by the hand and kissed her goodbye. Sheriff Augie placed his sausage fingers on Randall Johnson's leg to comfort him and prevent him from flying off the handle even further. Come on, Percy. We gotta go outside now. Get you, Hey, get your feet out of that glass, Percy. You gonna cut your little teeny tiny possum paws. You know I can't have you cutting your teeny tiny little possum paws. Oh, I do love you, Percy. I do. Yes, I do. Come here. Give, give Colonel Cornbread some sugar. With Colonel Cornbread gone, Sheriff Augie finally had time to speak. Well, that was fun. Augustus, I apologize for my behavior unbecoming of a gentleman in my position, but that being said, if you, will, if you will excuse me, I fear I must retire to my study for a drink, lest I blow a gasket and chase that Neanderthal you call a partner down and choke the life out of him. My wife can tell you everything you need to know. There are no secrets between us, as far as I know, that is. Good day, sir. Randall Johnson slammed the door behind him and huffed and puffed all the way up the stairs. Miss Annabelle, I sure am sorry you're having to see this and be all mixed up in this tomfoolery. Oh, don't
1: think anything of it, Augie. I wish I could sit here and tell you that... My husband's temper today is a uh, something that caught me by surprise, but I fear it has not.
0: Well, okay, uh, since Colonel Cornbread pretty rudely pointed out why it couldn't have been a child and also the fact that we know that the ruby was concealed, I mean, it stands to reason that whoever did this knew where the ruby was.
1: Ah, <sighs> Yes. Well, I'm thankful my husband has left us, because I must admit, when I've had a snifter full of Beaujolais, I tend to play a little fast and loose with privileged information.
0: Gee, Miss Annabelle, I sure am sorry, but I don't speak French. Could you just tell me who knew where the ruby was?
1: Oh, why, yes, of course. Uh, There's really only a couple people I can think of. That is, if my Husband hasn't boasted about it like he does everything else in his life. There, there is, of course, our pastor, whom I confide everything in. And then, and then there's the theater director, Sir Barnaby Buxton. My husband has been a large and gracious benefactor of the theater, and Barnaby has been to the house several
0: times. Oh, goody, I get to go to the theater. Chapter 4. Augie Gets to Go to the Theater Sheriff Augie and Colonel Cornbread arrived at the Chickalookee Theater. There was a line around the block, so Augie decided to use his badge to get in through the back. Knock, knock. Sheriff Augie was getting the attention of one Sir Barnaby Buxton, the Chickalookee Theater director. Sir Barnaby had been run out of every prominent theater in both England and New York for being a bit of a booze hound and therefore had to take his talents to the, let's just say, not so artsy Chickalookey.
1: Oh, my goodness, can it be? Sheriff Augie is finally
0: coming to one of my productions. Oh, good sir, you have made me so happy. Oh, come on, Augie. Now, don't tell me that you ain't never come down here to this theatre, what with you being the artsy and cosmopolitan type that we all know you to be.
1: No, he, he has not, sir. He told me one time that there was a reason, but I can't quite remember what it
0: was what was that Augustus my mama left my daddy for a juggler what the hell are we behind the curtain you do know what backstage means don't you Augie okay well forget about all that Barnaby I gotta ask you a couple questions
1: well they they will have to wait until after the performance my dear boy I'm afraid they're about to pull the curtain
0: well what do you say Augie May as well watch the show. Hell, you can even split some of me and Percy's cashews. He only licked the ones that's in my left pocket. Or is it my right pocket? I don't I don't know. Percy, which one of these did you lick? Oh lose? shut up and come on and let's find my fat ass a seat in the back. The Camp Town lady sings this song, do da, do da. The camptown Town racetrack's five miles long, oh, do do da day. Going to run all night, going to run all day. I bet my money on the bobtail bag, somebody bet on the gray. <laughs> encore,
1: encore, woo! How come only his face was black?
0: Oh, thank God that's over. Now we can go talk to Mr. Prissy Pants. Oh, oh, so you truly have never been to the theater, have you, Augie? W- what are you driving at? Well, that, my dear boy, that was only act one. Son of a bitch! Why didn't God take me in the war? To be continued...